morning everyone and welcome back to the Rumpreneur vlog whether you are watching listening or reading this episode we are on a mission to raise one million pounds for children's charities by run vlogging the distance in consecutive days of one lap of the world which is a staggering 40,075 kilometers all in aid of raising one million pounds for children's charity. I'm aiming to do at least 5k a day and around 50k a week which means this challenge will take 15 years so plenty of time to raise that money. Um, for those of you who are regular listeners will know that during this journey I'm going to be vlogging about my passions which are entrepreneurship and running and uh, as always I cover a different topic on each day of the week. So it's a Beautiful morning today, sun's out, not too cold, about two, three degrees and not too breezy, so decent running conditions. And today is Friday Funnels, where I talk about all things sales funnels and marketing. And today's topic is the use of parables to reinforce your message. So as always, if you like this episode, give it a like and a subscribe and let's get started. So, firstly, what's a parable? Well, a parable is a short story. So uh, hopefully that answers the question. I should have perhaps used the, the word short story in my title if people didn't realize what a parable was. But um, this is important, okay? And I think too many people like to get their message out and then try and reinforce it by facts and figures. And okay, that is important because it shows evidence that your message is true or it has evidence to support whatever your message is but people buy from people and when I say buy you might not even be selling something but you better be trying to convince someone of something and people will resonate more with something they can compare themselves or their experiences to a fact and figure is just too black and white and it's difficult to to resonate with a fact and figure now they are important, and I'm not saying use parables instead of facts and figures, but use parables as well as facts and figures to try and really reinforce the message. And you, you'll find that people will be more engaged with your, with your content. So what I mean by this is, let's try and use some examples. Well, one fact and figure that I've talked about so many times throughout my my previous businesses that I've been involved in is the business failure rate and statistically nine out of ten businesses will fail okay and uh, that's just nine out of ten businesses will not last the test of time which is pretty alarming so that's 90% business failure rate okay now that might be alarming in itself but if I was to talk through you know the journey of some of my businesses that have failed and actually in a short story, you know, I could talk about, you know, some of my previous endeavours. So if I, if I think long and hard about some of my many failures, they've all kind of been linked. Well, let's use, uh, I don't know, let's use serviced accommodation as an example. Um, well, no, I wouldn't say I failed at that. I chose to, to diversify away from it. Well, let's use one of the biggest failures was, was when my, my business was being run through a, 
a rent guarantee company. Okay, so, you know, I was struggling as a business um, in terms of the resource. We were always relatively profitable, but what we did was to try to, you know, reinforce or secure the profit side of the business is we sourced some rent guarantee insurance. So somebody who would basically underwrite every tenancy agreement we had, and we had somewhere in the region 150 of them. So a big insurance provider was going to come in and underwrite all the tenancies to ensure that we received our rent no matter what every month. And the fee was something like 3% plus VAT per tenancy, which is of the, of the tenancy amount, which was next to nothing in the grand scheme of things. So it made complete sense. So I did that and uh, basically everything went really well for nine months. You know, the, uh, all of the money was coming in, anybody who wasn't paid, legal action was taken about against them by the insurance company and they were evicted and life was really good. The management had reduced significantly. I, we only had to do the maintenance, the actual people management, the tenancy management was done by the rent guarantee provider and all we had to do was the maintenance and it was brilliant. But the fundamental error was, is that I didn't realise that the number of tenants that weren't actually paying had shot through the roof because they were getting poorly managed. A lot of my tenants were claiming benefits, so if they weren't paying, you needed to kind of hold their hands and get them through the, uh, the process to get them back into payment. And obviously the rent guarantee company weren't doing that. So they were just evicting or paying out rent they weren't collecting. So inevitably, this partnership was destined to fail because it wasn't financially sustainable for the insurance company. They were losing tens of thousands of pounds, you know, basically over a, over a very short period of time. So it was no surprise, well, surprise to me, that they pulled the plug nine months in. But what I didn't realise was when they gave all of the tenancy management back to myself, that we went from all of our tenancies, we used to operate somewhere in the region of 90 to 92% paying occupancy and 95 to 97% occupancy. Okay, so the occupancy levels had dropped. Um, well, sorry, the occupancy levels hadn't dropped. It wasn't that, but the paying occupancy levels had dropped to about 47%, which is absolutely astronomical. And uh, as a result, we went from making, you know, the best part of 20K a month clear, we were losing seven grand a month, hemorrhaging seven grand a month. And uh, if we hadn't have been extremely lucky and managed to, to work and hustle as hard as we could and had savings to back us up, the business would have failed. Okay, but that partnership was a failure. And when you go into every single business partnership, every business, every opportunity, don't leave any stone left unturned because the, the facts and figures are always against you. 90% are gonna fail. But if you go into something that sounds too good to be true or something doesn't feel right, your gut feeling is, is just not there, then it's probably too good to be true. And I've learned to trust my gut far more since that moment because the odds are stacked against you as a business owner. There's no way, shape or form of, of tarting that up. And I think when you understand that, that you start making decisions slightly differently, you start taking more time and effort on the due diligence to give yourself or your business the best opportunity to succeed. So I know I waffled a lot there, and it wasn't really a parable, it was a bit too long to be a parable, but the, the idea was that 
that's a real life event and then somebody may have had something happen to them with an insurance provider in the past that was somewhat similar and they'll resonate more with the message about it being really hard to create a business to last the test of time. You've got a 10% chance. And uh, now I've reinforced it by giving an experience. So I could give many more little experiences. And although I've, I don't class them as all different businesses, but I've had so many different opportunities that I've pursued that have failed. I've definitely nine out of 10 have failed. But a lot of these opportunities are linked to one overarching business. And I think because we've diversified and pivoted quite a lot of the time, I've managed to stay afloat and continue moving forwards. Um, but anyway, I digress. But I think the whole point and summary of this episode is, it's a bit of a waffling one today, is a story is often more powerful than just facts and figures. Now, a story with facts and figures is, is super powerful. A story without facts and figures is still powerful, but people will be skeptical. When you have the two, it can be a really solid way of getting your message across and heard. And you should take this concept into certainly any sales page related copy, um, you know, just to try and, and obviously as you're nurturing people, if you're nurturing sequences, any relationship building side of things, you want to drip feed your message to people with, with parables supporting them and facts and figures supporting the parables. And if you do that, you'll find that people will resonate because you will get the people that are are very logically focused and will want the facts and figures. But you get the emotional people that want to play on the emotions that I felt in that journey. I mean, can you imagine my stomach sinking when I looked at the statistics and got and realised that only 47% of my tenants are actually paying me any money? And the work that it takes to get that back, it, it, took, it, took, it took the best part of three years to recover. And we're still at the very edge of full recovery. So it's, um, you know, the gut-wrenching feel, the feeling of sickness. We all get it, you know, when your stomach just drops. And I think, um, I think it's really, really important that when I say that, that was probably a better example just there than that big waffly story I was talking about, the Rent Guarantee Company, because people will instantly resonate with that feeling of your stomach just sinking and dropping and the nerves, the nervous tension in your body and the stress and the panic you kind of feel a cold, you're almost sweaty. You know, that's the type of parable that people would ex- will, will, will be able to re- resonate with. I'm not great at this, that's why I have a copywriter to try and help me. But I understand the logic and the theory behind it. So, hopefully this has helped and given you at least a teeny bit of, of, of value in this episode. It's not one of my best, I'm not going to lie. However, if I was going to summarise it, I can summarise it really easily. Okay? When you're giving your message out, use short stories supported by facts and figures and watch your engagement skyrocket. Okay, hopefully that's really easy to understand. The short stories won't cut it just on their own. Facts and figures won't cut it just on their own. A short story with a compelling fact and figure will. So that's pretty much it for me today. As always, if you've got any questions on this stuff, drop me a comment. I'll respond to everyone if it's a bigger topic. I'll do a separate vlog episode and tag you in. Um, as always, the Rumpreneur vlog, you can check out on my social bio links so you can find out more about what we do. There'll be links to my YouTube channel, podcast and blog so you can watch, listen or read my content. 
uh, on a daily basis. I do different topics each day of the week, so do check out the playlist where you can find relevant content to you, hopefully really easily. And uh, all that's left to say is that my, 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 my aim with the vlog was always to help entrepreneurs, or anyone for that fact, overcome the emotions of stress, overwhelm and anxiety by using exercise, or in my case running, as a release mechanism, a release valve to relieve that daily, weekly pressure in the form of, of stress. So by releasing it, clearing your head, processing it, analysing it, gaining clarity and focus to move on. If you don't go through that process, it's like pressure that builds up in a pipe. And if you don't relieve the pressures in the form of stress, they evolve into overwhelm, where you've got too many things going on in your head. You don't know where to start. You, you kind of freeze and panic, which then turns into anxiety, where you start having anxiety attacks and panic attacks and mental health challenges, which we really want to avoid. And, and that's the kind of journey that people go down if they don't have a clearing mechanism to release these daily and weekly pressures. Now, I've been there. I've already given you facts and figures today that 90% of businesses will fail. Well, I've been there before and I've lost many businesses because of this. I've lost many business partners because of this and I've almost been bankrupt because of it. So I'm pretty well experienced in this, in this field and there's no coincidence that in the last nine months of doing this running vlog, which is my release mechanism, I've made more progress in the last nine months than I have in the previous four years. So there's a story and a fact that hopefully evidences that this stuff really works. Um, so my pledge to you is that if you are one of these people struggling with this, drop me a message. We'll, there's no catch here, I'm not selling you anything. We'll jump on a quick call and I'll give you some simple steps that I know are transferable into your daily lives or weekly lives that can get you back on that right path. Many of you have taken me up on this and I know we've made some massive positive differences to so many people already. And as long as I save or help just one entrepreneur or save one business, then this vlog has been a million percent worthwhile. So that's it from me today. As always, if you like this episode, give it a like, comment, and subscribe. Check out the link in my bio for where you can watch, listen, or read my content. And it's all sorted nice and neatly by playlists for relevant content. And all that's left to say is stay positive, stay happy, and I'll see you tomorrow.